Stop what you're doing. Stop. Stop right there. Okay. Let's go. You're now tuned into the hottest show on the planet. The Smith Express Show. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? What's poppin'? It's your boy Smith. We're here live on the Smith Express Show. Crazy day today. You know what I'm saying? I got my big homie. Man, hey, his introduction crazy as fuck. You feel me? First time I, I, I really met this dude face-to-face. We was at a show together. You know what I'm saying? He went up, performed, killed it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely destroyed the stage. At first, I didn't know who it was. I just seen a bunch of crowd, you know what I'm saying, around the, around the stage. And I looked up. It was my big partner, Hollow Gang Bug. What's cracking, my dude? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. Hey, salute to everything you got going on, my dude. Man, I appreciate it, man. Likewise to you and everything you got going on as well, bro. Much love. Much love. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Me, like, you know what I'm saying, recognizing and, and seeing who you are, like, you know what I'm saying, your, your buzz is definitely going hard, bro, for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's going hard or not, man, I just, I got a lot of, um, I got a lot of people that can relate to some of the stuff I'm saying, so, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of hometown support. That's all. Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? And, and and to me, I think that's really big coming from the 219. You know what I'm saying? 219, always been talented, always show love and support, but, like, certain people got that glow. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying that, you know what I'm saying? Not to knock nobody or anything, but, you know what I'm saying? Seeing you on that stage, you know what I'm saying? You you, you definitely got that, you know what I'm saying, that, that glow. You know what I'm saying? That, that next level shit, you feel me? Man, I really appreciate that for real no, no problem because like bro like you know what i'm saying like i i know we was always friends we followed each other on social media prior but you right. know what i'm saying meeting you that day it was like damn this nigga really got a movement you feel me <laughs> oh, me. i'm like i'm like yeah damn. man it just it, it was one of them events man um close friend of mine asked me to come out said it was his son's graduation party and everything man you know, me being me, I you can, you can never turn down somebody you look at like family. Oh, me. So we went out there. He had a specific song he wanted to hear. We went out. We did that. I attached a couple of other joints to it. And um, every performance, man, instead of trying to be one of the people that gets up there and wants to be like, you know, oh, hey, notice me. I'm the hardest guy up here. We just get up there. Everybody's already intimidated by the way I look. And so... When it comes to performance, you just got to get up there. We just have fun, man. You know, it's nothing like being up there with family and sharing the shine. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I salute you for being ego-free. Not a lot of people willing to share that glow. Man, I'm just a regular person. I'm sitting in my kitchen right now. Like, we're we're cooking dinner. I'm smoking a cigar and just chilling. There ain't nothing fancy about what I got going on. You know what I'm That's bullshit right there. You feel me? Salute. Salute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like yo, like like let's take it back, you know what I'm saying? You go by the name Hollow Gang Bug. Is there like specific yes, meaning behind it? Well the name Bug I've had since birth. It was a childhood nickname that my father gave to me. And um it's something I didn't really go by, only immediate family called me Bug. But then there's a situation happened to where um We'll call it vacation per se. I came back on vacation and stayed with my sister for a while. And then 
she started introducing me to everybody as Bug because that's what she called me. And then it started becoming more of a street name and everything, and it just kind of stuck. And the name Hollow Gang was because when we first started, you know, everybody's got their crazy little names going on. We started off as um, Hollow Tip Community. It was just me and my brother. You know, HTC. You know, we, we were everywhere. And one day, man, it was just like, man, you know, that that's a mouthful to say. Everybody running around Hollow Tip Community and everything. And he decided, because he decided that we were going to shorten the name. And I'm like, cool, whatever you do, bro, you know, I'm rocking with because right now everybody sees me at the forefront of it but really he's the man behind it you know like he's he's the man who started this you know so shout out to my brother truancy and um man i think we were rocking hollow tip community for 12 13 years before we switched it up to hollow gang that's what's up that's what's up so like you know what i'm saying like how old, like, how old were you when you first got into the music field? Like, oh, you- man. Uh, I had to have been about... When I first started trying to make songs on my own, I had to have been about 12, 11, 12. You know, it was roughly around, like, the end of... Um, the end of fifth grade, you know, I started like thinking about it and shit, but it wasn't until like middle school where I actually started to like get into it and try stuff, and it, it sucked. It was garbage. <laughs> yeah. Because, I, I mean, around that time, you remember like back in the day, Dada Supremes had just came out with a shoe? I remember that. Bro, and like, I, that, I always wanted one. Like, we, we were part of the less, the less fortunate crowd, and I was like, man, you know, I want me some Dada's and this and that and when it finally happened to where I got me a pair and I wasn't left in the dust on that note I was like man you know we're gonna make a song about this man and it, it man I wish we never did <laughs> yeah. yeah so like you know what I'm saying like you you starting so young in the rap game writing raps what were some of your inspirations man surprisingly I mean of course I got a couple of mainstream artists that were inspirations like I mean it's the Midwest I grew up you know on Twister the whole adrenaline rush thing going on uh, my cousin before before he went to the military hold on give me one second. before my cousin went to the military he was on the whole Bone Thugs kick and he put me on with Bone Thugs and Harmony when I was when I was young the whole Mo Thug family scriptures and uh, and like as of today, like Jordan Lucas, Kevin Gates, I've been doing like remixing a lot of their songs and stuff. But a lot of my main inspiration had came from like the people in my area, you know, like the, the CCA, Grind Family, Soldiers at War, uh, M1P, <coughs> there's MCGs. You know, a lot of these people that were out here doing stuff when I was a kid and I started getting put on, a lot of people that I was talking to was like, hey, this is my uncle or this is my cousin. Or, hey, I know this person. Check this out. And it put me on with a lot of people in the area. You know, like one of the one of the best songs, I think, to this day to come out, come out the area, well, a couple of the best songs was Soup's uh, Hungry. I played that a lot. That really made me want to be like, yo, I need... I need that growl in my voice. 
you know, like when when this man when this man is rapping, everybody you know, like you feel it, man. You feel the pain. And then I had other inspirations of like being proud of like, hey, we're from here, we're from the Midwest, we're from Gary, Indiana, and I had somebody put me on with the uh, MCG's Great Lakes. You know, one of the most iconic songs in this area out here. Damn, hey, that's I'm gonna definitely check those songs out. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Oh yeah. That's what's up. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Fast forward, it's 2021 now. What's some of the stuff you got going on? Man, some of the stuff we got going on, aside from music, well, let's start off with music. With music, I just dropped an album earlier this year, Here's to Life, which a lot of people were anticipating because I would leak a couple of snippets or, you know, people seen me in the studio all the time and dropping little little sneak peek videos here and there but nobody really got to hear the full album so they were waiting for me to drop it and we postponed it due to covid so we held on to it for an extra year released it this year and um got a couple of videos out to here's to life and not your top 50. we also about to do another rollout for our clothing line coming back because everything COVID messed everything up. We had to put everything we had going on on pause. You know, mm. you couldn't really move around during the pandemic because we had already got everything that we're doing now started. But with being having the time taken off during the quarantine and everything else like going on, we really have to start completely over. Everybody out here had to start over. You got to re-roll out your clothing line. You got to re-roll out your music. It's like a reintroduction because we all took a year off, forcefully took a year off. Nobody wanted to. And all it did is reset us from ground one because now nobody's put out music in a long time. Nobody's put out shirts in a long time or whatever they had going on. And we all had to start fresh again. Everybody started from ground level. You know, so this year we all had an equal opportunity to start fresh again. Everybody was on the same platform. You know, so we got to re-roll out our clothing line, Hustle Gear clothing line. And um, me and my fiance, my soon-to-be wife, we also have our own wine coming out called 13 Cents. That's so, dope. That's that, dope. That's, bro, that's something else we got. You know, we're still in the works of it. We had a, um, we had a promo run go on for a second. And our lines blew up. Everybody wanted it, but we didn't really distribute it the way we should because we had got that during, like, the information on how to do it during pandemic times. True. So we got to do we got to do a re roll out of that. And pretty much the promo run was like for family and everything, and um, everything everything is pretty much in house. Everything from engineers to producers to graphic designers, you know, to all of our clothing lines, everything is in the house. Somehow I manage to have somebody come into my life and nitpick people over the years that he has dealt with and brought them all together when he brought me in the picture and was like, Okay, this is what we're doing, and hey, Bug, you you stand right here up front, and pretty much put together a nice little team for of people that motivate me on a daily basis to keep working. That's what's up. Hey, you definitely got to keep that that tight knit. You feel me? 
And Man, no I, I see it like this. I got too many people counting on me to make it. I can't let nobody down. If I feel like any one of my people is let down, then I fail them all. You know, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get my people out of here. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to put everybody in a better position, and then be able to come back and do what nobody else does, and reach down and start pulling more people back up. That's what's up. Hey, you definitely got my support on that, for real, for real. You feel me? I definitely salute you on that. So look, hey, so you you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna list. I'm I'm gonna name a few of your songs. You feel me? And I, and I want you to like tell me the vibe and like the history behind it, how it came about, and all that. You feel me? Oh man, I'm scared of what you might ask for. <laughs> <laughs> man. Now, you know what I'm saying? It's all love. You know what I'm saying? You got a song called Full Throttle that, that I think go hard as fuck. You feel me? How, oh, man, I appreciate that. Like, how did that song come about? Okay, well, due to a privacy policy, a, a common agreement we got, I cannot really name names, per se. I mean, there's there's a couple of um, hidden gems during the song itself, if you're from the area, you know. Well, one of the motorcycle clubs out here, Sin City MC, Sin City Disciples. I've come across them a couple of times. They were actually the first encounter I had with them was during my video uh, for enough for my previous album for a song called King of the Streets. And they came out and they were actually one of the few groups that came out to support me. So I started to brush shoulders with them a lot more per se and I had the president of the mother chapter approach me personally you know he seen me I was sitting outside literally sitting outside smoking a cigarette and he was driving past and flipped around and pulled right back it was like hey come here bug he was like man I need you to make us a song mm -hmm. so me being me I already don't think I'm um or where everybody puts me or holds me on this standard so I'm like I don't know man he's like no like I need you to make us a song and I'm like shit how, do, how, how am I supposed to make you guys a song this is a whole life I don't know about you know like I, I'm from the streets but I have never been in the whole MC lifestyle so I had to take the time and do homework I had to look through a bunch of forums, uh, a lot of different videos getting here and there, but I wasn't really being able to get what I wanted to get from everything online. So I reached back out to them and um, sat down with the president and started going in-depth of different different phrases that might be used and like history, you know, because I put in... Um, when the mother chapter was started and you know just the whole history of it within the bridge of the beginning of the song mm. and I tried to keep it based around the history and the build up from where it came from ground up to where it is now and pretty much I ran it past them because I was unsure and I even had somebody tell me like yo you gotta redo that song because it, I don't think it goes hard enough so I tweaked the chorus a little bit and pretty much spazzed out on the second verse. And it went from being an anthem for them personally 
to being probably one of the hottest songs I have put out on this album, which it wasn't the intention. It was just supposed to be an anthem for them. I had no idea that song was going to go as far as it did. That's what's up, boy. Because it was like right after we linked, you know what I'm saying, we met up at the show. I definitely did my research, you know what I'm saying, like checked you out and everything. And and, and, that, and I say like, yo, that song dope, bro. For real, for real. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And that song gets gets played a lot. And, well, not only out here, but along all the other MC chapters that Sin City has nationally. But also people who just enjoy the the entire vibe of music itself have grown to love that song too in California, Georgia, Brazil, the Midwest of course. You know, and it just it it really was it really was a surprise to me how much attention that song got for everybody outside of the club. That's what's up, bro. You know, you know what I'm saying? Music from the heart. Music behind. Music with meaning always te- stand the test of time. You feel me? And I could definitely see that joint getting played years later. You feel me? Because you know how people just make songs for the moment. And then that song just be really for the moment. But I could definitely see that song being played, you know what I'm saying, 10, 15 years from now. You feel me? Man, and you know what? I had a conversation with... um. Actually, a country artist. He's really a triple threat. He does country music. Uh, he sings and raps. That's dope. And his name's Second Chance from, I want to say he's from Jacksonville. And we talk a lot and everything. Whenever he comes in town, I support him. He supports what I do. And he was like, you know what, man? Your music's dope. But it seems like you have no sense of direction. You need to start figuring out. Stop putting you know, dates in your music or this and that. He was like, you need to make a timeless, you need to start making timeless tracks and keep that mindset on everything you do. That's facts. I, you know what I'm I, I, I definitely agree on that, for real. Man, um, it's been working so far. <laughs> um, hey, hey, I salute you. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, the, the next song is called Let It Ride. I fuck oh, with that joint hard. Yeah, I fuck with that shit hard. Before I was at the forefront of our entourage, you know, before I became the face of Hollow Gang, we had, I had, uh, I pretty much gave up on music. My son was born. I was young. I was like, you know what? I, I would rather be a father than chase a dream that I feel like I would never capture. So for a decade, I took a whole 10 years off. I stopped making music. Wow. On nine yards. Just just so that way, you know, I could I could be, be on my family stuff. Be there for my sons. You know what I mean? Be there for my daughter. And and we had another, another gentleman. I'm not going to say his name. He is no longer part of our entourage. But he was at the face of Hollow Gang at the time. And it was like every time he got a little buzz, he would stop. Every time he got a little buzz, he would stop. Drop a mixtape, stop. And it was just off and on. And the person that my brother was working with at the time and dealing with this other this other gentleman goes by the name of DJ Ampbomb. Big DJ out of Burlington, Iowa. Shout out to everybody in Burlington, Iowa that support me too. But DJ Ampbomb, and he worked with me on my first mixtape. And... 
I heard he could rap, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I might do a song with him. Let me see. Then I heard, like, I heard a couple of other things from him. I'm like, you know what? I do want to work with him because he actually, the way that I started working with him was I had seven days before my release date for my mixtape, Born to Suffer. It was literally seven days before my release, and the guy that was the original DJ that was supposed to host it had my mixtape for a month and a half, two months, and mm. never did anything to it. Damn. And my brother was like, hit up Amp Bomb. He's really good at what he does. So I called him. I'm like, hey, bro, I know we you know, mess around social media. I don't really know you personally. He was like, I know who you are. What's up? I was like, I got a challenge for you. I got my entire mixtape. I believe it was like 13, 14 tracks on it. May have been more. And he's like, okay. I was like, but here's the kicker. It has to be done in seven days. This man was like, damn, bro, that's very short time. Let me see what I can do. Five and a half days later, five and a half days later, I had my whole mixtape back completely hosted, mixed down the whole nine yards. That's dope. And I have, we have built such a bond. We've done multiple songs together, and um, which led up to Let It Ride. And this was the first time I found out he could sing. That's actually my DJ singing on the chorus of Let It Ride. That's dope. You know, and I sent him something. I can't remember what I sent him. And he was like, well, I got this dude out here. We would like for you to get on this track because it was originally his. And I can't remember the name of the young man who did the beat. I'm completely drawing a blank, and I apologize if you're listening too long. But Ambom sent it to me, and I hit him back like, oh my God, who is this singing, man? Like, will we be able to get them for the video? And he started laughing, because, you know, he's kind of he's got a little, little more bass in his voice, and he's like, yeah, bro, that's me. Oh, man, yeah. get out of here. And uh, when he told me that, I went in there and I did the first verse and I hit him back. I was in the studio, like literally in the booth, wrapping up the first verse, doing my outs. And I called him like, hey, who else getting on this song? Like, do you have a verse for this? And he was like, bro, go crazy. So I was like, cool. I wrapped up the rest of the song in the, and I don't want to get to lying and start throwing out a low number of hours. We'll just say that that same night I finished up that song and sent it back to him and my whole my whole idea of it was man you know I wasn't thinking about any promo I wasn't thinking about like what else needs to be done only thing that can run through my mind is man I hope he thinks this is okay Uh, next thing you know soon as it dropped everybody everybody was playing it Like, you don't know how good of a feeling it was to be in my hometown, being at the club on Broadway or, you know, coming down Broadway or something, and you got cars riding, listening to Let It Ride playing, you know, in the summertime, in the fall, or pulling up to a stop sign, and you could hear that song playing, and people not believing you at the gas station when you're like, hey, that's that's my song. Mm. You know, it's just, it went from... Going from me making music on a therapeutic note to where it was just for me because I would never put music out, 
to holy shit, these people love it. That's what's up, bro. Hey, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm already knowing that feeling is 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 priceless. You feel me? I'm already knowing. Man, I'm telling you. So, hey, look. Let, let me ask you this in, in your opinion. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? This is your opinion. Indiana, for like, am, am I, like every time I interview an Indiana artist, I always let them know I, I totally see their talent. I don't know what it is that, like, I don't know why Indiana hasn't had his turn yet to be in that forefront the way it deserves. You know what I'm saying? Because Indiana has has birthed a lot of legends, living legends, you know what I'm saying, both dead and alive. But in your opinion, in the Northwest Indiana area, you know what I'm saying, or even Indiana period, to route the 219, who do you think is your top five? Top five, who? Yeah. I know there's going to be an argument tomorrow about this. <laughs> but <laughs> the top five in my area, and this is going to, I'm going to speak honestly, whether I've had problems with them, whether I like them, whether I don't like them, the top five in my area, first and foremost, I mean, you, you really can't mention Midwest music without mentioning Rick Jill. Rick Jill, hey, salute Rick Jill. You know, so, I mean, that was one of the other ones I grew up on, you know, so I gotta have them on my top five. But then, you also got Someone I support to the fullest. Someone I support to the fullest, which is G. Scott, which I think he's the most talented artist in Indiana. Period. Not just Northwest. I think G. Scott is probably the most talented artist in Indiana. Hey. But at the same time, I've heard a lot of music nobody else has. You know, so that's Rick Jill, G. Scott. Uh, Omar. Hey, salute Omar. Omar be going hard. That was another one. Like, I believe that was my first time meeting Omar at the show. Yeah, y'all niggas tall as fuck, G. Damn. I saw Monsters the, of the Midwest. I saw the guy. So, let's see. We got Rick Jill, G. Scott, Omar, you know. And I pick Omar, too, because, like, he'll even tell you his music's not for everybody. But I know him on a personal level. I know where he's been compared to where he's at, what he's had to go through to get there. And hearing his music, just, he's probably one of my favorite lyricists. I'll never tell him that to his face, you know, mm. because we're more of on a competitive level to where when I see him, I'll be like, bro, you know, I killed you on there, right? You know, my mm. verse was better than yours. You know, call him randomly like, hey, that sucks. But, yeah, Rick Jill, G. Scott, Omar, Huh. Lyrically, Al Coleone. Hey, shout out Al Coleone, man. Yeah, Al Coleone, man. He's got bars. He's got bars. There's a couple of his joints I actually like. Uh, uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna have to go on record and say, I wish he would put on more music and stuff. Well, right now, the hottest man. Regardless of what's going on, I gotta say, Mr. King. That's what's Mr. up, Mr. King. Yeah, that's if you haven't already checked him out, you know you need to go check that out. He's got a couple of songs out right now that are just 
you know, him and his brother, Mr. Rugi, got this song called Draco. And I'm, man, that's one of my favorite tracks. Hey, that, hey, definitely send me links. I'm gonna definitely check them out. You feel me? Real shit. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, trust me, man. Everybody sends me all their shit. So, like, I'll be, if I'm not the first to hear it, then I'm, I'm one of the shoe in seconds. That's what's up. That's what's up. And it's dope that you got that type of impact in the in the Indiana area. You feel me? Oh, man. It's, I don't know if I have that much of an impact, but um, it helps out a lot when you remain humble. Like, don't I, get me wrong. When I, when I get in the booth, I think I'm better than everybody. There ain't nobody that can touch me. On me. That's you how know? I got to be. But, but when you meet me in person... I was there till this day. There is not one person that I have seen selling a mixtape or an album, selling hard copies that I have not bought from. Anytime somebody comes past me with their music, whether I like them or not, whether I know they're good or whether they're just beginning, I always buy hard copies. I still support hard copies and people standing out there, you know what I mean, sweating in the heat all day, just just trying to make a couple of bucks off their album. That's what's up. Hey, I, I definitely salute you on that one. You feel me? So, look, let me ask you this. Like, in, in your opinion, from when you first started, you know, you didn't see the, the music game change, you know, progress, you go through so many stages. How you feel about hip-hop today? Personally? Yeah, be honest, 100%. Now, now, we, now we, talk, we talking about mainstream hip-hop and the local, the locals. Nah, um, just in general, you know what I'm saying. Like, in, in your opinion, how, like, how do you feel about it? Uh, I feel, I feel, hip hop today has took a turn at its worst. It's trying to come back. You know, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of good songs that's coming out out of this this change that hip-hop has made, this makeover that it's had. But, personally, like, I, I don't, I think it's, I think it's trash. they <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you know what I'm saying? I, and to, and to, to me, in, in my opinion, I, I could see where you coming from. I swear to God, I could see why you would say that. But to me, hip-hop at its worst, to me, in my opinion, was when everyone was making dance songs. That whole... Lean with a rock. I hated that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the the early 2000s gave us some of, you know, I mean, the best joints from Yin Yang Twins. But I feel you like the whole Laffy Taffy. Yeah, like that's that ringtone. You know what I'm saying? The ringtone songs. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And at this point right now, with TikTok having one of the most major platforms there is right now, even over social media uh, juggernauts like Instagram, Facebook, you know, TikTok is one of the spots where everybody's making these little jingles for, making these little dance videos for and blowing up off of it. Like me personally, I can't do it. I I might be able to make a song that'll that somebody else could do something like that too, but you will never see me dancing on a TikTok video. I'm, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm talking about, bro, like, do you remember the era that Ricky Bobby that you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I hated that era, G, with a passion, bro. Like, like you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think 
the the air this era now is more competitive like it's more more you know what I'm saying more muscle than it was back then because all you had to do was just come up with a with a dance somehow some way and boom you took off you 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 feel me and it didn't matter what the dance was I swear to God now walk it out now walk it out like bro yeah. oh my God I hated that bro. Yeah, walk it out, the chicken wing. Yeah. You had, had cranked that everything. Man, bro. I mean, I salute those, you know what I'm saying? If they was, you know what I'm saying, if they did it for the money, we out the bam, that's cool. But the, just that era and hip-hop, oh, my God. I don't even see how that was hip-hop. <laughs> that was pop-hop. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't even gonna lie, though. Lie, though. Like, in that era, a lot of gems came out of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? The Carter Three, Jeezy Recession, Tip Paper Trail. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of gems yeah, that came. It was a paper, few. Paper Trail was, whew. That was, that was next level, man. Man, hey, paper yeah. Trail, Carter Three, yeah. That you know what I'm saying the Jeezy's, the, I mean the the um the uh the Yeezy album, the I think graduation, like you know what I'm saying, like in that era, like it was I, right, you know what I'm saying, the, those are solid gems that came out of it. And you got to think of it too. That's that's speaking like bars. Bars is a lost art. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Actually making a song and having bars is a lost art yeah you know and they were still doing that and people like T.I. people like Jeezy you know what I mean uh Jay-Z and everybody who was still dropping albums at that time were still and I'm not gonna lie they were barely hanging on because everybody else was dancing yeah everybody everybody else was trying to drop a YouTube video to get famous Oh man, you should tell me about it. Like that, was, <laughs> hey, that was the beginning of clout season. You know what I'm saying? Where people was doing any and everything to go viral. People would slap their mama for some likes and comments. Yeah, they still will. It's it's worse. It's worse. They still will. Man, it, it was so much stuff like. Like the, them little, them little trending things. Like you know, back in our day. You know what I'm saying? In school, we had scented markers. You know what I'm saying? Like I, we had our favorite smelling <laughs> markers. We walked the band, but bro, did like, do you remember when them kids were actually eating the Tide Pods? Like, why? No, we just we just had a talk about this the other day, and um, I was giving my kids praise because I was like, man, I I love y'all so much because y'all ain't stupid. Man, like, bro. Like, I, I appreciate the fact you guys don't go with the trends and stuff. Like, yeah, they got their little, still trying to figure out who they are, but they ain't out here eating laundry detergent. No, bro, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Look, hey, when you get a chance, look up the coronavirus um, thing. They did a thing where they all share lollipops to see who's, see if they could really get coronavirus as if it ain't no other diseases out here. What? Yes, bro. Oh, wait, that's real? That's real, G. And, and you know what I'm saying? And it's like like herpes ain't out here. Like chlamydia, you know what I'm saying? Like the goofy shit, bro. Like the the likes and comments people get. And it's like, even if you do get the likes and comments, it ain't going to pay for no medical bill. Right. You feel me? Right. That shit crazy. Do it for a measly 300 likes. 
Man. I don't know. Like, but when you look at it, though, like, what's your opinion on how social media affected the music field? How, how social media affected what? The music field. Like, how do you feel about it? What's your opinion on it? Personally, it enhanced it. You know, it, um, it took and gave a lot. You know, because now you don't have to, how can I say this? You remember back in the day where, um, you remember street teams? You you drop an album, but then you press up hard copies, go get the slip covers or the jewel cases, whatever it was, and then you grab like five or six of your homies. You guys standing in traffic, hoping nobody hits you, trying to sell CDs. I swear to God, be out there all day. You could make a couple hundred bucks selling them out your trunk. You could make five bucks. You know that you don't have to do that no more. Man, hey, this generation will never know what it's like. You know, that's where the real grind came in. Having that upset of everybody shooting you down at the gas station, but still having the heart to get back up and continue to do what you do. And you never know that next gas station, that next parking lot you go to, you end up selling out. Man, them days was crazy, bro. For real, for real. You know, nobody understands that grind, what really went into this, the passion that went into this, all the hard times that failed. Every time somebody talked down on you when you just wanted somebody to listen to your music. You know, and there was guys out here that was popping CDs off and everybody's like, oh man, they got money and this, this and that. Not knowing that these guys are taking this couple hundred bucks, going back to make more CDs or putting it into... um, trying to get promo or trying to um because this was before pay to play on the radio yeah you know there was no couple hundred dollars just for oh yeah we'll play this song for this price or it costs this much for an interview you know there was none of that it was an actual grind you know but at the same time taking that feeling of the grind away from that it still helps you. Social media is a free platform for promotion. If you utilize it the right way, it is a free pre- platform for promotion. You know, and Robville actually had to sit down and talk with me when we first started this. And um, he was like, yeah, be careful what you put on your social media and this, this and that. He was like, because remember, you still want people to be intrigued. So don't leak every song. I had a bad habit of leaking every song. Every time I left the studio, got a song back, it went straight on social media because I just wanted people to hear my music. True. You know, and I could be in the comfort of my own home now. Like right now, I could be cooking dinner, boom, put a song on social media, and it just eliminated all the gas I could have wasted for the day trying to get that song out. It just eliminated any problem I could have had of somebody who has an issue with me and seeing me at a gas station by myself. Man. You know, it, it eliminated a lot of different risks. It took away a lot of good, but it also gave us a lot more at the same time. So there's good, there, there's good pros and cons that come with having social media as a platform compared to what we did back then. Uh, you know, I, and I definitely agree. You, you know what I'm saying? Social media... 
it 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 helped, and I could see why it helped. But at the same time, social media could either hurt you or the, or, or 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 help you. You know what I'm saying? It depends on the type of person you are. Big facts. Big because facts. with social media, you are the only one that can hurt yourself on that. Because anybody else could sit here and be like, hey, I don't like Chris. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. But start making lies about you. But everybody else who knew how you move is just going to look at that and be like, that's not Chris. On me. Chris ain't do that. That's facts. You know? And, or you can be completely detrimental and react to the situation to make yourself look like a complete fool to where everybody's like, well, I didn't think he would do that. But now we're seeing this other side of him that I didn't know he had. That, I, that, you, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I, I definitely move a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Uh, and then, you know what I'm saying? And same with you, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I definitely like the way you move. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you, man, I appreciate it. No problem, no problem. You know what I'm saying? So like, what what's next for Hollow Game Bug? Like, you know what I'm saying? Anything? Any more music in the in the cut? Like, any albums dropping anytime soon? Mixtapes, singles? Uh, well, um, we we do have. I guess I can talk about this. You know, we already released the flyer. I do have a joint album coming out with Critical Two One Nine. It's titled Cocaine Cobain and we had fun on this we don't worked a lot together because when I first started making music again he was one of the first people to pretty much grab me up by the hand and be like hey come here you know and um, my first album Resurgence was done with him because he came in the picture right after my mixtape Born to Suffer so you know we always hey here get on my album I got this song for you and then he put me on his album and then we dropped a couple of cuts in between and you know we got songs we never released so and the project cocaine Cobain was one of the ones like it was overdue like all right you know what do you think about this idea i just kind of threw it out there thinking he was gonna be like well i'm busy right now and he agreed to it and automatically was like just started pulling out beats right there and we started going through them that's dope um, let me see. I'm working on. There's no release date yet, but I'm currently in the works of my next album, Hollow Be That Gang. Hey, that title dope. You snapped on that one. Hollow Be That Gang. You snapped. That shit dope and catchy as hell, boy. Man, I would I would love to take credit for that, man. But that that title actually came from my brother. You know, my brother's like um Northwest Indiana's Fifty Cent. He'd be yeah. on the internet trolling everybody and dropping it, you know, just saying stuff randomly sometimes, just get on people's nerves and, you know, and it's a, it's a lot of entertainment. That's what this is, it's entertainment. You know, and I remember he said that, said, hollow be thy gang, and it just kind of stuck. And he was like, yeah, you know, that, that should be this album. That's dope. Also, I don't know how far we are into it, you know, we had to take a break from it. We got a couple of songs done in the works with All My Fades for a joint project. Um, like I said, we got a couple of songs. We kind of put the whole project on pause for the moment because we both had to come back to real life and handle 
we had to take care of real life as men, you know, before we can go back to to doing what we were doing on this project. True, true. I just dropped a song with a gentleman from out here named Cliff O, titled Mission, which actually it's his song featuring featuring me. You know, that one's actually released. Um, I just dropped a song called You Can Hate Me Now with another one of the most hated artists in the area named James Worthy. I'm actually waiting on the visualizer for that right now so we can drop that correctly. You say he's the most hated. Like, what do you mean by most hated? People, what, knock him or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... He's a controversial artist. Yeah, hey, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? As long he's as he a, stood his ground. Which he does. At first, you know what I mean? We really weren't... We really weren't conversing like that. We really weren't getting along with each other on social media per se there wasn't no bad blood between me and him but then as of recently um somebody somebody posted a picture with me it was a producer from crown point it goes by the name of ronnie bangs and he posted a picture with me and i remember the caption it says in the studio with the most hated artists in the area and you know, I stay in my own little circle. I try to stay out the way. And I guess a lot of people had hated how quick I grew a buzz, how quick my music traveled. You know, people people say a lot of things about me. My voice carries. You can hear the pain in your voice, bro. Hey, you got that voice. Hey, your bars, your song's so dope. I don't see it. So when I found out that I was one of the most hated artists in this area, you know, a lot of people be like, well, who's saying this? Who's saying that? I was kind of flattered, like, why? What I do? Like, I think that's dope, but, you know, like, I, I never heard this before. Damn. So started, reached out to him, like, well, seeing how you're the other most hated artist in this area, what's up? And he's like, bro, I'm with you. Came up with the song, You Can Hate Me Now. We actually just finished it. What was it, last week or the week before? Two weeks ago, we were in the studio. James Worthy flew out here from Atlanta. We were in the studio, you know, had a pretty decent session. Both of our families in there and just vibing, talking. And um, it's, it's, I'm actually going to email it to you before it officially drops. Hey, definitely. Hey, I, I definitely want to check that out. Definitely got my support for real, for real. Man. That's what's. Yeah, Hey, that sound like some heat, for real. Hey, that sound like some some a classic in the makings, bro. Ah, uh, it is. Wait, that's one of because like I said, every time you ask me, I'll tell you all day long. I don't know why people think I'm dope. Uh, don't hold me to this level. Don't be like me. Be better than me. You know. But that's one of them songs I really had to jump out my box. Like yo, to hell with everybody. Yeah. Day for day, I, I I salute you, bro. For real, you know what I'm saying. I definitely salute you. So you know what I'm saying. As, as I'm hearing you talk, you know what I'm saying. You collaborated with a bunch of artists. Uh, you know what I'm saying. You made a lot of classics. You know what I'm saying. In in your opinion, I mean, do do, do you have any dream collaborations you you like to see happen that hasn't happened already? As far as music, like. 
Like yeah. people that I want to work with or just yeah. collabs in general? Yeah, like like people you, you see yourself or one day would like to work with. You got any dream collabs? Oh, man. Um, let me see. I know from Chicago, there's a gentleman that goes by the name Vo from Vo Music. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my nigga Vo. Vo, Vo be grinding. Man, I, um, he's one of the ones that, you know, met him a couple of times, sat down, and it wasn't even... It wasn't even just about music. Like, we had a couple of drinks and stuff. And he, he's one of the ones that I would love to work with. That'd be um, a dope collaboration, for real. Uh, it, it's a little intimidating. I'm not going to lie. I don't care what level you hold me on. Working with someone like Vo is a little intimidating on my behalf. Hey, I, I, I know that feeling, though, G. Like, it's, it's some, there's something like that on my end as well. But that'd be a dope collaboration. Right. As far as for this area, man, like, everybody wants to work with me, but I'm in the process of making myself exclusive, so I don't work with everybody, and I be feeling bad, but, you know, it's business. Oh, yeah, I already know. You know, and um, everybody I want to work with is all mainstream artists, you know what I mean? The way... The way I put songs together, the way like I put bars together, I could really see someone like me and Gates doing a song. That'd be dope. That'd you be know, dope. Me, me, and um, Best Believe. You know, I have many different styles too. I, I would love to work with people that I grew up on. You know, Twister, Crazy Bone. Um, hell, I, I would love to do a song with Ice Cube. Hey, that's what's up. Even if I never released a track with them, so that way it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, it's just some clout type. Like, I would love to work with them and just keep it in the safe. Even if I never let nobody hear it, I would just love to work with them. That's dope. But that, hey, you, you and Gates will go hard together. Like, uh, like I, I, I could hear that pain and struggle. You know what I'm saying? With both, with both y'all voices, I think that shit will go hard as fuck. Yeah, man, that that's one I would love, man. Uh, and there's another artist under him too named Best Believe. Yeah. <laughs> he um he's somebody else I've been I've been working on and stuff, and we've been going back and forth a little bit. But um, yeah, Gates definitely. I feel like that'll be some. I would love to do some back and forth stuff. Like if we was beefing on one track, and then on the other track, just going in, you know. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all voice range is about the same. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that that, that should have even out. You feel me? It, it wouldn't be nothing like, you know what I'm saying? You know how you, you, you hear certain collabs and be like, oh, damn, that, that didn't sound right together. But like, yeah, I, I, or this, this was one-sided. You know, yeah. this man killed them. Or you, you shouldn't have had this person on that trip. Yeah, I, 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 like that, that track would definitely be meaningful. You feel me? Man, I wish I could. I wish that one day, you know, I'm I'm not even gonna sit here and say it like nothing's really happening in my favor. I'm tired of being that level of humble of acting like nothing's in motion. One of these days I will have that song. Oh man, when you do holler at me, bro, we're gonna definitely rock man, out, premiere man, it, you, and everything. 
you heard it here first, man. So like, as soon as, as soon as that day comes to where I'm on that level to where I get that track, Express, you know, Smith Express gonna happen first. That's what's up. Salute, salute. But hey, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely been an honor, bro, to interview you. You know what I'm saying? Come on my show, be on my show and shit. Uh, man, I appreciate you having me on, man. Taking the time to, you know, at the show to acknowledge, like, hey, that was dope. You know, just approaching me and giving me this opportunity. Oh, uh, yeah, most stuff. You know what I'm saying? You you definitely deserve it on some real shit. Like, a lot of people nowadays, especially coming from the Midwest, the Midwest is number competition, you feel me? A lot of people don't want to give people their flowers or let them know when, yeah. when, when they doing something good, you feel me? And I definitely see the glow in you, though, bro. Man, it's just out here. It's more competition than support. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. But but I ain't even gonna lie. Like a lot of people get hurt by the competition. But they 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 turn like they they try to like, oh, why is this happening? Why is this happening? It's it's understandable right. competition. You feel me? Right. But like you know what I'm saying. Like so, if they if people trying to get a hold of you, want a verse or you know what I'm saying, chop it up with you, submit beats. How can they um, get a hold of you? Man, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at hollowgang underscore bug. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at bug hollow gang, or on Facebook. You can just search hollow gang bug. That's what's up. That's what's up. And yo, but before you leave, you know what I'm saying. For those that is trying to get in the game, and you know what I'm saying, accomplish some of the things you've accomplished. Do you got any inspire inspirational words for them? The only thing I can say for people who are starting out, man, and they need to hear a little something, is don't listen to anybody when they tell you that you should stick to your day job. Do not listen to them. Keep grinding. Keep working hard. If you're at work, you're not going to be able to get a promotion without putting that work in. That's what everything in music is, is a promotion. You can do nothing but accelerate. You keep grinding, you keep chasing your dream no matter who's in front of you. And every time somebody tells you you can't do something, prove them wrong. I'm living proof. You can prove everybody wrong who showed you and told you that you can't be nothing. That's big facts. That's real big facts. But, y'all, hey, definitely, some, I definitely want to hear that song, though, bro. That Hate Me Now, you know what I'm saying? I'm to send it to you right now. I bet. So you know what I'm saying? I'm, um, as soon as we hang out, I'm gonna shoot you my email. I mean, you got my email, right? Or no, no, not yet. I bet. I'm, I'm gonna send you the email. You know what I'm saying? That we're gonna go in from there. For sure, man. I appreciate you. Uh no problem, boss. One. All right, for sure. One. Yo, there you have it. Super dope interview with the Northwest Indiana. Partner definitely got the streets on fire right now. My big homie Hollow Game Bug definitely on his shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely got the streets by the storm on some real shit. You feel me? I hey, salute to him. Salute to the whole 219. Super dope interview. You know what I'm saying? And you already know what it is. Smith, Smith Express Show. Definitely signing out. Yeah.